Hey docs, are you ready to turn the word subluxation on its head? Well, at least the perception of what subluxation is. Today, we're sitting down with Dr. Jamie Richards, the CEO of Life by Design. Dr. Richards has an incredible history about how he came into chiropractic and now what he's doing to combine chiropractic, movement, and nutrition for you to create your own Life by Design. So sit back and enjoy this podcast because we really cover it all. Everything from, you know, failing to ultimate success. And one more thing, Dr. Richards has an amazing free giveaway for you. So just go to circleofdocs.com backslash podcast 043 and download it. And as always, you know, everything's free on COD, guys. Let's have at it. Welcome to the circleofdocs.com podcast, where we believe it's all about one community to elevate the world of chiropractic with your host, Dr. Bo Pierce. Hey, what's going on, Circle of Docs? I have a special treat for you today. We're talking all about how to create a life by design with Dr. Jamie Richards. How are you doing, Jamie? I'm great, Bo. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, you know what? We are so blessed to have you here. Man, we've heard so much about the things that you are doing in practice, helping others, and really kind of elevating the message of chiropractic and the chiropractic lifestyle. So I definitely wanted to reach out and have you have you aboard. Yes, my pleasure. I'm, I, I really love the opportunity to to speak and share. And even in the pre-show when we chatted, it was almost like, uh, it's like we just picked up from being college buddies. Well, you know, it's interesting. I feel like, you know, chiropractors in, in general have this like, you know, unwritten handshake, I guess you, so to speak, you know, maybe, maybe it's the credo that we've been through a lot of things or, you know, we kind of share the same like-minded thoughts on, you know, philosophy and life right. and how, how we live our lives, even with our families, like we were talking about. And, uh, it's, it's something very special. And, and I, I really love that every time I get to connect with different doctors from around the world. Well, maybe it's our uh, college football background too. It could, it could be. I know you tell me you're a free safety. I'm a quarterback. I'm already a little bit gun shy on this side of the <laughs> microphone. I'll be honest. <laughs> well, luckily we're we're many miles apart, so we're, you're safe. Exactly. Exactly. Well, let's dive in a little bit for docs that don't know a lot about you and life by design. Give us the two minute flyby. Sure. For those people who don't know, I'd like to always start off by explaining I'm Canadian. So that usually explains a lot to people <laughs> you know, when they hear about that. And uh, yeah, I mean, I went to school here in Canada, did my university here, went on, played some college football here in Canada. And I, I didn't really know about chiropractic. And my story is probably not unlike a lot of people. I heard about it the first time. Luckily, I heard about it in a way that was, you know, fairly similar to the way I practice now. Just we, uh, I was introduced to this idea of subluxation and the nervous system and the body's ability to heal and function. And it just, it clicked. It resonated with me. I would consider myself a critical thinker, someone who enjoyed science and things making sense. Uh, now, oddly enough, I went to CMCC and that was just a, a location factor and was extremely disillusioned, you know, hated it, wanted to quit after the first year, had no idea why I was there. And then I got exposed to Reggie Gold. And Reggie was the first person who really made things make sense to me. Now, I, I remember the first time I went to hear him speak and I, I left the presentation. I said to one of the people I was with, I said, did he just say that, you know, if you have cancer, that all you need to do is get adjusted? And, you know, obviously he didn't. What he said was, if you have cancer, you sure as heck don't need to be subluxated as well as have cancer. And it goes to show that you can hear this message from the best of the best. And it still takes multiple times, you know, to, to understand it and process it. So I think that's important for 
our practice. But, you know, that set me up on a path and introduced to lots of great people, uh, practice in Costa Rica for a bit, came back, opened my own practice, gym, you know, we're on strength and conditioning num- center number three, just opened a really great, uh, huge facility, restaurant coming down the pipe and a great pure corrective based chiropractic practice and 25 other life by design certified offices to go with it. So, uh, you know, that's the nutshell, uh, married, uh, to the daughter of a chiropractor actually, who I met at Cal jam. So story, definitely interesting story there. And, uh, we have a, a beautiful 14, 14 month old daughter. Well, fantastic. I mean, your path is, well, to be honest with you, Jamie, you're kind of a unicorn in a lot of ways because a lot of doctors <laughs> will just get out of school and they'll get planted in practice somewhere mm-hmm. and that's it. They're just there to serve their community. Right. You know, you came up with this whole life by design concept protocol. Talk to me a little bit about that. Well, it started in 2009. I'd been in practice for seven years and everything was great. We had a great practice in our city that we were in. But I was, you know, definitely frustrated by people not understanding the message mm-hmm. and, you know, finding challenges and communicating, especially this, what we'll call for today's show, a third paradigm message. So, you know, with my introduction to Reggie, you know, he wrote a great article called the, the third paradigm of chiropractic. And simply what he explained was the first paradigm was, you know, chiropractic gets sick people well. And, you know, that's how we started off, D, or, uh, you know, DD's first adjustment, you know, the person had his hearing restored. And so right from the start, you know, things kind of went wrong in a sense. And I know that sounds like blasphemy, but, you know, we originally thought that what we did was cure sickness. And, you know, the second paradigm of chiropractic, which is where most chiropractors practice today. And if you're listening, you know, this might kind of rub you the wrong way, but I, I really need people to think about it and be honest with themselves. Most people present subluxation as a cause of someone's condition. So, you know, Mrs. Jones, you have a subluxation at C2. That's why you have headaches or you have a subluxation, you know, wherever. And that's why you have this problem. And we can correct your subluxation. Your problem will go away. I mean, there's lots of pitfalls with that. There's a huge positioning problem just from your your marketing perspective, which we can get into today. But third paradigm chiropractic is the chiropractic that it's the one that we actually practice on our family. You know, it's Mm -hmm. you check your kids, Bo simply to check them to make sure that their brain and nervous system functions, correct? Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. So it just, it doesn't make any sense to me that we don't communicate that to other people. So what we ended up doing was creating a model around it. uh, And, you know, basically, you know, I thought, how do I explain this to people without using the word chiropractic? Mm -hmm. And when it came down to it, it started with this basic premise. And that's that the body is designed to be amazing. But to be amazing, there's certain factors that have to be put in play. And one of those factors is the way the brain and nervous system communicate. So, you know, it's recognizing that for the full health development, yeah, there's lots of things. But as a chiropractor, I am the expert in one single thing, but it's not the only thing the body needs, but it's still a very important thing. And so that's the positioning that we create with Life by Design. And then obviously we teach people how to do that, communicate it, and then built in a whole model around that to go with it. Fantastic. And, you know, I just took, you know, those notes right there, the three different paradigms, you know, the first mm-hmm. one to cure sickness, the second one, the subluxation or correct the subluxation for the condition. And right. the third one is, you know, always to check for wellness. Right. And, you know, it seems like in a lot of ways, and maybe you can, you know, talk about this, but between that second and third one, there's a gap, you know, and that is the gap that I feel like 90% of chiropractors fall into. Yes. You know, could you talk a little bit about kind of oh. why you think that exists and maybe some things that we can do to get over that gap? Definitely. That you hit the nail on the head. That is where that's kind of like the dead zone where everybody right. seems to fall is I think intuitively when we go through when we start getting to practice, you know, we recognize that, 
even if we started off in this very hardcore paradigm too, you don't have to adjust that many people to realize that not everybody gets well mm -hmm. through subluxation correction. Now that doesn't mean that, you know, every time we correct somebody, they don't get healthier and their body doesn't function better. It just means that maybe their condition is so far gone. Uh, maybe subluxation is affecting them in ways that they don't feel. Maybe their condition isn't even subluxation related. Maybe they don't exercise or don't eat enough good food. You know, there's lots of different reasons for it. The reason most chiropractors fall into that is because they start to see that although it's an easy way to communicate to people. Mm -hmm. So I think from creating, a, you know, a business, a lot of people see the ease of, you know, throwing up an x-ray, staging them in, in the degenerative stage, and then having, you know, a 72 visit protocol or 84 visit protocol, you know, that's standardized across the board. I think that becomes an easy way to sell what you do. Uh, but I think it does eat away at your integrity because you start to realize that that's probably not a really good indicator of, you know, what we're actually doing. So you get stuck in that gap and where the problem is, is they don't know how to bridge it. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, that's what we try to do is how do we teach people to bridge this gap going from second to third? And I mean, there's a lot of different strategies that you can use there. We could talk for 20 hours, but um, I'm happy to get into anything that, you know, you want to go down that path. Sure. Well, I think, you know, as a practicing <coughs> doctor, the first thing that we think of is the person comes in with some sort of functional issue. Their back hurts, they have headaches, they have, you know, X, Y, and Z condition, quote unquote condition. <laughs> and as a doctor, we say, well, all right, we think we can do this to fix that. So how do we go mm -hmm. from that to, hey, we need to be, you know, checked all the time to be adjusted and cleared? Mm -hmm. Another great question. <laughs> <laughs> Tough, tough answer, because this is really, if, if we knew this answer and it was really easy, then that's what everybody would do and should do. The, the way you have to do this, and I had, had a couple calls on this this morning already, so it's fresh, is mm -hmm. you have to position it properly. Okay. And you can't, you can't bite this thing off all in one. So it doesn't go from, hey, Billy has headaches and neck pain to, you know, getting checked for subluxations for the rest of his life. Mm -hmm. But it also, you also don't, um, you know, bait and switch them. So it's not saying, yeah, I'm going to fix this, and then later we'll talk about getting checked for subluxations. You position it. And so part of the positioning happens in advance. I mean, in an ideal world, you're pre-qualifying people, and you're you know marketing them, and they're coming in because they recognize you could be a solution to a health struggle or a problem that they have. Even if they don't, and they just come into you off the street, and they are in this condition, there's a bunch of different steps that you can use to position them. So I'll actually give you exactly what I teach my clients. I love it. Uh, at least the framework of it anyway. So basically when somebody comes in, there's a bunch of things that have to happen on day one. Uh, number one, you have to, you have to, between you and your staff, you have to transfer certainty to the patient. So that patient has to know that they're in the right place. And there's a lot of different strategies to do that. That's number one. The second piece of the puzzle is they have to leave your day one uh, curious Right. If they're not curious about what's happening to them, then you're in a really bad place for when you're going over and explaining the results. Number two, and this is one that I really like talking about, they have to be concerned. Okay. But when I'm talking about concerned, let's just have this conversation. A lot of times in the profession, we take the concern and we take that to mean like I have to scare this person or I have to have them in an emotional state. Um, you know, they need to see subluxation as as devastating as cancer to their body. And I actually don't agree with that. Uh, now, I'm not saying you go to the opposite end of the spectrum where you soften everything and you make it too light. You have to find out and explain subluxation at the level of what really is happening. So you have to give them an authentic concern for what subluxation is doing to their physiology. Mm -hmm. Now, 
could you and I say, yeah, we want to go into it. Is subluxation killing you? Yeah, maybe, you know, one you know, one uh, percent, one one thousandth of a percent every minute or every hour. Sure, I get it. You know, it's interfering with function, but it doesn't fall, you know, that far outside the uh, example or all that far outside the connection to say exercise, hmm. right? If you don't exercise, the same essential thing happens. You function less and less and less. Right. But you're not going to die tomorrow. Right. But what is going to happen is you're going to eat away at the function of your body over time. That is what subluxation is going to do. So you have to figure out a way to communicate that. So they're authentically concerned. But if you start communicating to people in a way that, you know, you're you're very much um, obviously trying to instill fear, mm-hmm. um, people are going to catch that. I think that people, and I don't know about your uh, your um, community, but I think here where I am, and I think this falls across the board, people are more cynical than ever before. Right, absolutely. Right, they've, they've been to other chiropractors, they've even heard the term subluxation, so we're not that new anymore. Uh, and if you're saying to people, okay, you know, your spine is gonna rot out and you're dying, you know, uh, at an accelerated rate, although parts of that are actually true, from a marketing perspective, you have to think about what that's doing inside the brain of your consumer. Mm-hmm. And it's a huge distractor from them taking the next step. So go back to our points. You have to have concern, authentic concern. They have to be curious. And as they go through the process, they have to see you making kind of the case for what's happening. They have to see the test. They have to see what's happening. And in your consultation portion, you're framing up for them what these tests are telling you. So to go back to the the, the day one, I'm going to meet with them and consult with them and I'm going to let them be heard, right? We all know that we have to do that. Mm-hmm. But then you start repositioning them, Bo. What you do is you ask them this question. I'm going to give you one of the best questions that I ever came up with. Uh, and it, it was born out of this um, experience where people were coming to my practice who had no symptoms or conditions. You know, the the one person that people in school said will never come to your practice. I had a good handful of those just through the way we were communicating but I didn't have a way to, to connect with them. So they'd come in and I'd say, hey, Bo, great, how can I help you? Mm-hmm. And they say, oh, well, Susan told me to come here. She said that getting my spine checked was good for me. Well, school didn't teach me how to handle that, right? I didn't know what, <laughs> right. what it's like, well, but what's wrong with you? What, you know, yeah. and we wanna be this third paradigm subluxation correction-based office, but now we're asking people, but no, you need something wrong, mm-hmm. but we know you don't. So here's the question. Bo, on a scale of one, or on a scale of zero to 100, how healthy are you? And I, let me just preface this with some examples. When I think of 100, I think of energy, vitality, great sleep, digestion, uh, focus, no medication, being strong. That's 100. Being zero is dead. Where do you fall on that spectrum? Okay. So let's so, see. Yeah, go for it. Sorry. Yeah. So what, what's happened is if, if someone has, let's say, headaches and neck pain, I actually say to them, pretend that doesn't exist. Pretend the whole reason you came here isn't happening zero to a hundred, where are you? Mm-hmm. And they're going to say to me, 70, 80, 90, 60, it doesn't even matter. The answer is great. Mm-hmm. And then the next question is, what's the gap? Mm. What's the gap? What's in the gap? Because what you're doing is you're repositioning them. And here's the key. You're actually diluting their focus on the reason they came into your practice. And you're transferring some of that focus onto other things. So they recognize that, yeah, although I have headaches and neck pain, I also have a bunch of other signs that my body's not functioning at 100%. So that's the first step in the repositioning. And then from there, we'll move into the explanation that your problem isn't really a problem. It's most likely what we call collateral damage. And there's probably a more core problem that's happening. And then the final positioning is, 
we are experts in one of the core problems, not the only core problem, one of the core problems that may be, so there's a lot of if and may, could on day one, that may be affecting your body in ways that maybe brought you in, but also could be affecting you in ways that you have no idea about. That's planting the seed for how subluxation could be affecting them, but it's also tying them to the fact that, yeah, you came in and subluxation probably is at least some part of what's happening, but it's not the only part of what's going on. Wow. Hold on, man. I got to shake my hand out real quick here because I just wrote about <laughs> three pages of notes on that guy right there. So this is a different, you know, it's a different approach. You know, mm -hmm. we, we hear a lot of, you know, almost what they call fear-based, right. right? Day one, day two, you know, mm -hmm. and this is more of uh, how do I make, how do you make you? more 100% of an expression of who you can be. Is that kind of, yeah, that kind of right? It, no, you're getting it right. And the key from a marketing perspective is you're still not, you're not, um, you're not downplaying why they came in, mm -hmm. but you're being honest with people. And, and this is something I, I literally say this to my practice members. I, I verbalize, I think you are smart enough to understand what's actually happening in your body. So I'm not going to sugarcoat this for you and I'm not going to, you know, make it extremely overly simplified but I'm going to make sure you understand what's actually happening. So I'm not taking away the fact that they have headaches, but what I'm doing is positioning that if we find a core problem with their spine and nervous system mm -hmm. through our testing, then that's an indicator that that core problem is present, it's affecting you, and to what degree it's playing a role in the reason you came in, I can't 100% say, but it is playing a role because, as we know, subluxation plays a role in everything. And Reggie was the first person to say this, and I love this line. He said, subluxation is not the cause of any condition in the body, but it's a contributing factor to every condition in the body. Mm. So when you understand that, what it means is checking for and correcting subluxations is removing one negative from your health pattern. Mm -hmm. And if we can get people to understand the, 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 what that means to them and that there's an authentic concern about being subluxated, then I'm not scaring them, but they're understanding that, you know what, even if this problem didn't exist, even if I didn't have all this collateral damage, if we find a problem with your spine and nervous system, we should probably correct it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, in addition to this, obviously with Life by Design, you have incorporated kind of the whole the whole package, right? Having what you eat, what you how you move, etc. Correct. And this comes back to positioning again. Mm -hmm. I and mean, I think a lot of people who only know a little bit about life by design, you know, one of the things we get when we get on the phone with people and they're inquiring about, you know, some of the services that we have, they might say, Well, you guys are a lifestyle program, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, what you guys see in the public, our public persona, the Life by Design Facebook page, for example, or our blog, or our website. That's all driven for the public. So what the public sees is things they care about, right? People don't care about subluxation. Right. Now, that doesn't mean we don't want to talk about it, but it means we have to link it back into something that people care about. So our public persona, yeah, is very much lifestyle because that's what attracts new people to our practice. Mm -hmm. From a chiropractic perspective, it's all about the way we position lifestyle in the office. So for example, when people come in, they go through day one, we do our uh, testing, we come up with positive tests to identify a core problem with the spine and nervous system. And then we talk about going through the corrective process. What I do is instead of making the corrective process checkups and corrections and chiropractic care, our proprietary system is what we call the life by design method. So I tell people it's checkups and corrections at a specific frequency. 
and three special appointments or special workshops to teach you the other components to support the corrective process. Mm. So what I mean by that is eat, move, and think by design are not lifestyle steps. not like, oh, I'm going to correct your spine, clear out your nervous system, and then teach you how to eat good food. I'm teaching you how to fuel your body so you're driving down inflammation, you're holding corrections better, you're staying more clear. I'm teaching you move by design corrective protocols so you're not creating subluxation patterns. I'm teaching you think by design so you're not creating patterns of stress on your physiology that are creating subluxation. So what we're doing is instead of having it you know, like a uh, chiropractic over here and then lifestyle over here, we actually have lifestyle underneath chiropractic supporting chiropractic. So chiropractic in our office, and our model is getting put on the pedestal. The other stuff is supportive to chiropractic, not the other way around. Uh, I love, I absolutely love that. You know, I feel that, you know, I love your thoughts on this as well, is do you feel that that next generation, our generation is kind of more embracing that model versus just saying, all I do is find, fix, and correct? Well, I, I think it's, there's a pitfall here. Mm -hmm. I, I think they're embracing the idea of quote unquote wellness, mm -hmm. but I think what they're doing in the process is they're diluting chiropractic and subluxation correction mm -hmm. because they're not actually positioning it the way we just discussed. And that is the problem is part of it is out of, I think, fear, mm -hmm. you know, they're not seeing subluxation correction as something that's important. And this goes back to explaining the authenticity and the concern to a practice member you know, if you haven't spent time researching it and, you know, listening to, you know, Dan Sullivan or John Minardi or going into the, you know, the deeper levels of neurology and biomechanics and all these things, you, you don't really think it's a big deal. And I think a lot of our newer grads and I mean, even the last 10 years, I actually think they don't think subluxation is a big deal. I think that they see the adjustment or in many cases, the manipulation as an adjunct therapy, even if they're yeah. using the word subluxation. And I think they lean on lifestyle because they know the science is there to support lifestyle changes and it allows them to feel better and more confident about what they're doing. But the problem is they're, they're destroying chiropractic in the process. You know, I think I'd probably have to agree with you on that aspect. You know, I see a lot of doctors that, you know, they think chiropractic is just a comma after a comma, you know? <laughs> exactly. And maybe that's, or I think that's, you know, where we're missing the mark is Huge. maybe where we're starting even back in our days where as, as people are students going through chiropractic college. Well, the schools, that's a whole other, <laughs> that's a whole other conversation and the challenges that go on with the education system and so on. But I think that we've lost the reverence for subluxation correction, mm -hmm. right? I mean, think about your dad's time when he was in school, right? I mean, they loved analysis. They loved measuring for subluxation. And I want to bring that back. Mm -hmm. Now, by no means am I, you know, an upper cervical, you know, x-ray measuring everything. And I, I love that about the way people practice. What I love about that idea, though, is the reverence that goes along with the analysis. Now, I, I use a full spine technique, uh, upper cervical, toggle recoil, Gonstead. Uh, but when we're measuring and analyzing for subluxation, I use a whole handful of tests. I create care programs that match up with what the tests show me. So I don't use cookie cutter programs. Uh, and I just think that there's something that's uh, missing in the profession that if we got back to really caring about analyzing for monitoring and correcting subluxations, that our practice members would get excited about it, not because they care about subluxation, but because they see that we care about it mm -hmm. and that we've linked that with helping them solve a problem in their health. And then now getting to the answer of the question, guiding them down that path where, yeah, maybe after their corrective care, they start to realize that, hey, getting checked for subluxations is a big deal. Mm -hmm. And I want to continue to do this, even if the reason I came in doesn't go away. That's actually the telltale, Bo, 
Hmm. If you have people in your practice mm-hmm. who came to you with a condition and their condition is not changed, but they are still coming in for checkups for subluxations, that means that person understands the value of checking for and correcting subluxation, irregardless of whether their symptom or condition changed or went away. Well, that's fantastic. And, you know, it's it's interesting that you say that because I think every doctor that's right now, you say that there's probably, you know, patients in their minds, hopefully patients mm-hmm. in their mind that have been triggered, right? Right. You know, as you kind of move th- forward through, you know, this next evolution of your career, you know, is it more about speaking to the patient, meaning this is kind of what we need to do for, for you, for your healthcare, mm-hmm. or do you feel like you're speaking more towards the doctor saying, hey, look, we want to kind of help mold that next generation, or is it both? Uh, it's always going to be a combination of both. My own personal, you know, kind of journey in this is I, I love the communication. I love the creative process. I, you know, if you look at what we've put together as the Life by Design system, hopefully even in this short time, people can hear the, again, the reverence, right? Mm-hmm. I love what we do and I, I, I really take it extremely seriously and I take what we're doing extremely seriously. So for me, the next phase is, you know, bringing on associate doctors. I've had some, lost some, and, you know, with the new center, it's it's a pretty huge operation as we talked about, 10,000 square feet, uh, a full strength and conditioning center, a full Eat by Design restaurant, and a 2,500 square foot corrective care office. So uh, I'm working full-time in my practice right now and co our offices and doing consulting and creating two podcasts. <laughs> and we have a couple other companies that we run as well. So next step for me, Bo, is I need some associate doctors. Mm-hmm. So if you are Canadian and you're listening into the show and you uh, would love to come and be a part of this, then by all means, you know, message me and contact me. Uh, but the next step for me, yeah, is to to step away. I love working with clients. I love creating content. So I love being in front of the camera and, and the, doing the podcasts and, and speaking with other chiropractors like you. Well, fantastic. You know, Let's kind of talk about that for a second. For doctors that are listening to this and it's resonating, going, you know mm-hmm. what? What he's saying is exactly, you know, the type of practice and style that I want to lead. Where do they need to go to get in contact with you to learn more? Yeah, just go to Life by Design for Chiropractors. So we talked about our public persona and we recognize that in the profession, a lot of people thought we were a lifestyle program. Mm-hmm. So we went ahead and, and built out our public or sorry, our professional persona. So if you go to lifebydesignforchiropractors.com, there's tons and tons of free stuff there. There's uh, a bunch of stuff. You'll be able to see what goes on. But the big thing is to go listen to the podcast. So now I've created Life by Design for Chiropractors, the podcast. Mm -hmm. And it's actually, it's simply coaching and consulting for chiropractors. And it's just all free content. It's basically the things we talked about today. Uh, We're at nine episodes. We're hitting the top 20 in iTunes on a regular basis in business. So it's really, really good. And the feedback has been great. Uh, listen to that. And I, I'm always telling people who contact us to work together. I'm always saying, do your due diligence. Mm-hmm. I might not be a good fit for you. Uh, I don't want to work with people who I'm not a good fit with. I don't, I'm not interested in convincing people if third paradigm really resonates and the things I'm talking about, then great. And you listen to the podcast, you go, this stuff's super cool. Awesome. Then shoot me a message and we can get on the phone and chat about some stuff. But if not, just take all the free content and enjoy it. And yeah, if, if people don't mind, I'd love for them to pass that around and share that around the profession. I, I think that there's a lot of good stuff that can help a lot of people there. Yeah, and Docs, if you're listening, trying to figure out, you know, is this if, is this podcast is something that's going to resonate? Let me just tell you the top, the last three topics, Jamie, that that Jamie and his team tackled. The last one: how to build your chiropractic core curriculum. Mm. The five simple steps to sequence teaching chiropractic why chiropractic works. Mm-hmm. and 23 steps to reach more people in your community with Facebook. Guys, those are all things that you guys <laughs> have questions about. I know because I see them every single day across our message boards. So definitely go check out the Life by Design 
uh, podcast. Probably just download it right on iTunes or obviously Life by Design. Uh, yeah, go to Life by Design for chiropractors. Yeah. You'll also find the Life by Design podcast, Bo. That's our layperson podcast. Yeah, I saw that one as well, which is amazing, yeah, so by the way. Yeah, so if people want to hear, well, how do you take this and talk about it to the lay people? That podcast is wonderful for that because it's speaking to actual practice members. Right, right. Jamie, thank you so much for your time today, man. I know you have a million things that are going on in your life. And as like every chiropractor, we're here to try to serve at the highest levels. So thank you for joining the Circle of Docs community this morning. Guys, reach out, get engaged, learn more about this life by design. And uh, just thank you again, Jamie. And go out there and be awesome today, man. Thanks, Bo. I really appreciate it. And yeah, this was, this was a lot of fun. I think we could have went for another couple hours. So <laughs> thanks for having me on. No problem.